Hey guys, and welcome back to another one of my health journey podcast. I am so glad you are here. Today, I would like to step away from my weight loss journey usual and talk a little bit more about mental health. I do want to add in here that I am going to be talking about depression and that sort of thing. And so if you're easily triggered, um, you may not want to listen or you may do want to listen. Just, you know, use your own judgment, your own discernment. And just wanted to throw that out there. But I've been struggling to post this podcast, well, or to record it. This is the first time I've recorded it and I've restarted this recording like 30 times because I'm just struggling to record it or have the correct words to say because honestly it is a very sensitive and vulnerable conversation that I'm about to have with you guys but I it's I feel like it's a part of my testimony a part of what God has called me to do to share my vulnerability to share what I go through to help make things like depression and mental illness in the Christian community less taboo. And, but also at the same time, as weird as it is, to also show that God can heal you of things like depression and mental illness. I I find that it is a definitely a balance because though I do 100% feel that God has healed me of depression and anxiety, panic attacks, any mental struggle I have had, I 100% believe that God has healed me of those. While at the same time, the enemy knows that those are my number one weak spot. And so that is where he likes to hit me. Like he doesn't hit me in any other way, except for in those areas because he knows those are my weak spots. And so just because I continue to struggle, I feel like the difference is is since I'm healed, I don't live in my mental illness. I am not controlled by my mental illness, but that I still struggle with it. And so I think that's what I find hard to explain to people because, and what I sometimes, why I don't talk about it as much is because one, talking about depression and mental illness in the churches tends to be a little taboo, but then you also have those people who are like, well, if you're healed, then you're healed. Then why do you still struggle with it? God must have not healed you or you're not a good enough Christian because you still struggle with it or that you even struggled with it in the first place. And it's just... I feel like everybody has their own stories and everybody has their own struggles and God helps everybody and heals everybody in their like their own way. I do believe a lot of my healing is more of a, it's not a miraculous healing. I'm not like the man in the Bible who was blind and God healed him and he miraculously instantly was able to see. It's more of a healing that takes time that over time, a little more of me gets healed each and every time. And I'm stronger. Every time I get re-attacked in my weak spots, I'm stronger than what I was before. And so I, I believe it's all a part of my individual story that God has planned out for me. And so, but anyways, that was a long, a little bit of a rabbit hole. But so, yeah, I've been struggling to try and record this because I honestly didn't want to be vulnerable, but 
I keep feeling led to record this and to be vulnerable with you guys. And so I hope that you guys bear with me. And I hope that this ends up bringing you hope. But so a part of the reason why I even started this podcast was because of me struggling with mental health. I started it because of me going through like my weight loss journey and that sort of thing. But all under like this big umbrella of all of it stemming from me struggling with mental problems, like mental issues, like insecurities and that sort of thing. And specifically this year, uh, a few months ago, I was in a really bad place. I was probably in a worse place as far as because after Nova passed away, like that is normal to be in a really bad place. It's And so as far as so taking away that part of my story, like I feel like a few months ago was probably one of the worst depression seasons or episodes, whatever you want to call it, that I have been through as far as not having any reason to be depressed. But I was, it got to the point where I was curled up on the bed in Josh's lap and I was crying and I was telling Josh how I felt like everybody would be better off if I just wasn't here anymore. And it was really scary. And I think part of the reason why I have been struggling to try and tell anybody is because... I always have that fear, always have that negative thought in the back of my head that is always afraid that people are going to think that I don't have a good relationship with God because I went through such a bad season of depression. But in the reality of things, it's because of God that I am here. He is the one constant in my life that keeps me going, that keeps giving me a reason to live, that keeps reminding me that my kids would not be better off without me. My husband would not be better off without me. And that it's all lies from the enemy. And so... I have been kind of having a hard time trying to make any more podcasts because I started playing back the few months ago of just that really bad uh, episode of depression over and over in my head and telling myself how, like, I am not good enough. Who am I to sit here and make a podcast about health journey with weight loss and mental health all in it, like, with as the like plot of the uh of my podcast and then I struggled not that long ago with being like who am I to try and encourage anybody I am not good enough and I've just had that playing over and over like who am I to try and help anyone because clearly I am not good and realizing once again that that is lies from the enemy. That is the enemy trying to keep me from spreading 
the love of Jesus because it's the love of Jesus that keeps me here, that keeps me intact, that, that he's, the love of Jesus is everything. It's my everything. And it's just, that's, that's why I talk about it so much. I, so I've been struggling with that feeling and I just finally realized like I have a story to tell and yes, I'm not good enough. I am a broken human being, but that's what makes Jesus love so powerful and so wonderful because he knew when he died on the cross, how broken I was. He knew. He went, I know Lauren that you are so broken and that you are going to struggle with depression and anxiety. I know this, but I'm still going to choose you and I'm still going to die on the cross for you so that you can go to heaven and be with me. That's how much Jesus loved me, that he knew how broken I was and he still chose to die on the cross for me. And so today when I was listening to the worship um, for church online, they were singing the song Rattle, I think is what it's called. Hang on, I pulled it up. Yeah, Rattled. And the one part of the song um, says, open the grave, I'm coming out, I'm gonna live, gonna live again. And that, that just spoke to me. That was, that was like Jesus showing me like that, that's you. Every time the enemy attacks you with depression and anxiety and makes you feel these things and puts these negative thoughts in your head, which by the way, these negative thoughts, if you're having negative thoughts or you're having bad thoughts, like I'm not good enough and that sort of thing, those are not your thoughts. I know you think they may be your thoughts because it's what you're hearing inside of your head, but it's actually not. It's the enemy's thoughts. It's what the enemy thinks of himself. And he wants you to think that of yourself. So he constantly speaks those things to you so that you think that you think that you those things are true, but they're not your thoughts and they're not true. They're lies. He just wants you to think that. And but that was kind of what Jesus was showing me today is that like, I keep choosing to, to live that I'm, I'm gonna live, I'm gonna live. And that's why the enemy doesn't want me talking. That's why he keeps just bombarding my brain with all these bad thoughts of like, I'm not good enough and that sort of thing. Because he doesn't want me to share it with you guys that you're going to live, that you can do this, that Jesus is holding your hand, that you've got this. But part of, so kind of what I wanted to talk about, and I kind of keep getting off track, uh, is that a lot of people I feel like would say when they hear about how I struggled so bad, would, I feel like say, one or two things. And nobody's actually said this to me, but that's also because I haven't talked to anybody except for a couple of close friends. Um, but it's just kind of like what I've seen like via the internet because the internet is just so wonderful. 
I do. It's like a love-hate relationship. I love the internet because I can spread my truth, if you want to call it, out. But then also I see all the hate and the lies and the misunderstandings. And so it's definitely a love-hate relationship. But I feel like people would say like, oh, well, you're not Christian enough because you shouldn't have been struggling with that in the first place, which is not true because even Jesus struggled. I mean, just go read about Jesus praying right before he goes to die on the cross. And then I feel like also people would say, well, you know, you're not, or they'd say, well, if you're struggling with it, it's because you're not, you're backsliding or something like that. Like you're not praying enough or you're not reading your Bible enough. And you want to know the truth? You want to know the cold, hard truth? I was waking up at six o'clock in the morning, every single morning to read my Bible and pray before I got the kids up and ready for the day. During that entire depression, depression season, I was reading my Bible every day, sometimes multiple times a day and praying every day. So I was reading my Bible enough. I was praying enough. And that's why the enemy was fighting me so hard. Those weren't my thoughts. And I think that's what was most frustrating for me in that moment is because I knew God had healed me of depression and anxiety. And like, why the heck if I'm waking up every day, reading my Bible every day, praying every day, sometimes multiple times a day, like why the heck am I having all these negative thoughts? And it like, I knew that I finally like coming out of it now I'm realizing it's because the enemy was not liking how much I was pressing into the Lord and so I kind of just want to say to those people who think that if you struggle with depression you're not reading enough or you're not praying enough to maybe just focus on your own walk with the Lord and keep your words to yourself because yeah I'm just gonna leave it there Anywho, so one of the things also besides reading my Bible and praying that also kind of helped bring me out of that was also focusing on what God has done for me. That kind of is what it uh, helped me kind of come out of my little weird thing that I was going through like here recently in the past few weeks and like not wanting to record the podcast is I realized like I've got to remember to focus on all what God has done for me because that's what helps give you joy and give you hope and give you strength to keep pushing until you're at the end of it and you're like oh yeah another thing that God has done for me and so if you can like try your best to like focus on what God has done for you. I know it's hard, but if you can like it it really truly does help. And so I just wanted to record this podcast to let you guys know to not let it discourage you too much if you're struggling. Because if you want to take it on the logical sense when I was talking um to my therapist after having that that moment Josh helped me find a therapist and I started talking to her and I had decided spiritually that if the enemy was going to keep attacking me in such um, like a natural, like logical, I don't know, it's weird. 
I was going to fight him spiritually, like fight him spiritually and logically. So I was like, okay, so I'm going to get a therapist because then I'll have the logical way of fighting it along with the spiritual. And so like I let her know from the start, she asked me like how important my faith was to me and all that sort of thing. And like she helps encourage me and push pushes me to, you know, further my studies in my uh, faith and that sort of thing. And so I, if you're a Christian, I highly recommend that in looking for a therapist to make sure you find one who is open. They don't have to be a Christian, but just open and not going to try and take your faith away from you because that is a part of who you are if you're a Christian. But she let me know that when you start having bad thoughts and that sort of thing, like according to science, so the natural, when you're having all those bad thoughts that aren't yours, it's your brain telling you that you are very overwhelmed and, you know, kind of like a self-check, like, hey, stop, breathe, check yourself. And so she even further reassured myself that those thoughts were not my thoughts. So logically and scientifically, those bad thoughts, bad thoughts aren't your thoughts. And then spiritually, that lines up too that those thoughts are not your thoughts. And so if you're struggling, it's okay. Hang on. Just, you know, if you're like having suicidal thoughts, call a helpline. Get, if you can, please find a therapist. I know it's so hard in these times because it's, you know, a lot of people don't have their jobs, but there's a lot of places that are doing pro bono work or doing like a scale. Just ask, like, can you offer a pay scale? And because the, the clinic that I actually go to I actually do offer things like that. And so, you know, just look around, shop around, try. And if you just absolutely cannot, like find a good trusted friend to talk to and keep holding on, you know, keep having people pray for you, keep going to church, keep, you know, uh, keep reading your Bible, just hang on because Jesus has got you and you're going to get through this. It's the enemy likes to play with your mind. And for the people who don't think that that's a thing, um, I don't, I don't know what to tell you because it is. The enemy likes to play with your mind because frankly, it is the easy for, to me, it's the easiest thing to confuse. And so, yeah, he likes to play with your mind. That is his trick. That's what he likes to do. And even if you don't feel like you actually struggle with mental illness, the the enemy still messes with your mind. He still makes you think things like I'm not good enough and that sort of thing. But I just wanted to come out and I just wanted to be honest and vulnerable with you guys to let you know that you are not less of a Christian or less of a person for struggling, especially this year in 2020. Like, come on. (laughs) Like, what is with 2020? And I just wanted to offer some encouragement, some hope. Like you are, I just, I don't know how many times I need to say that, like you are going to get through this. I just want to say that over and over and over. Like you have got this, you are going to get through this. I get through it every time. I'm, and I get stronger. It's, it's, I like the, the phrase that, or the saying about, you know, learn like failing it's uh, like it's good to fail because 
then you get stronger because you learn from your mistake and you get smarter. So every time you fail, it's a good thing. You get smarter and you get stronger. If that's what you're, you know, calling you, because a lot of times that's what I say, like, you know, I'm failing as a Christian because I'm like struggling with depression this week. Like, okay, I fit, you know, I'm, I failed. I learned from like, I learned what triggered me or whatever it was like, and I got stronger and I got smarter. And so you will too. And not to keep this podcast super long, I'm just going to go ahead and end it, but I want to end you guys out with a prayer. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord Jesus, for everybody listening to this podcast today, Lord God. I just ask that you give them supernatural peace right now, the peace that you talk about that the world cannot give, but only you can give, Lord God. I just ask that you give that to them right now in the name of Jesus. Just hold them in your arms, Lord Jesus, and let them know that you are there, that you love them, and that they are going to get through this. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the strength and the courage that you are giving them. I thank you, Jesus. In your sweet heavenly name we pray. Amen. I hope you guys have a great day and God bless.